Well, hello, welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I'm your boy, Lloyd Lee. Today is September 30th. How are you? How's your ma? Uh, tell her that September is over. No mas. Uh, we are going straight into my birthday month of October. Scorpio, Libras, I don't know, I don't know, but if you one of the two, make some noise. Um, I'm not excited about my birthday. I am turning 39. I'm getting old. I am getting to the point where I'm like, hey, maybe I should just grow my hair out and I'm going to just get like a uh, mohawk, mullet, faux hawk i don't know you probably can't hear you can't hear this faux hawk but you can see it on my youtube channel um i've been listening to a lot of uh leonard skinner lately and i uh I'm like yeah fuck it let's go let's go redneck let's go full-on mullet hold on let me get my headset back on so yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to rearrange the studio a little bit to give you guys something better to look at when you're like, hey, I'm just tired of looking at your ugly mug. Maybe you should show us the studio a bit, and uh, this is what I'm doing. So uh, that's, that's what's going on. If you're just listening, I got a YouTube channel, which is basically this, but the beauty of my face all up in your computer or your mobile device. Uh, but if you are watching this, I am also on just the audio portion of this. Now, I'm still trying to figure this out because this is a one-man show. And I'm sure, like, you really don't care. But, uh, you know, it takes a lot of technical stuff. Like, if you're watching it, the logo in the back is flickering. I don't know. I've tried. Some of them flicker. Some of them don't. Like, that one seems fine, right? And if you're listening, you're like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. I'm just nerding out just a bit. But um, moving things around, I made a bunch of logos, and I had no idea what to do with it. And I had a, a TV on my uh, desk, as you can see, and didn't know what to do with it. So I was like, hey, why don't I just put it in the background? Fuck it. Let's go. Again, I'm sorry if you're just listening to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, really good week. Uh, I have been... Um, Again, playing around the studio a little bit and trying to make this all make sense. Um, I released like uh, six, eight, six, eight, six, eight hours of uh, of content that I did with my boy Tunan, Tunan Vu, which I think he's going to swing by later on tonight. And we're going to get another Dudes and Brews uh, episode in. So maybe tomorrow, manana, you'll uh, – or maybe it's just Wednesday. Maybe Wednesday you're going to get another episode. It's two hours. Uh, it really is just two guys talking shit, drinking beer, but I figure, hey, we might as well just put this on tape, record it, why not? Give you free content just for you, and uh, that's what we're doing. So uh, I did put out literally like six hours of, of content that, that I've been collecting for the last, uh, maybe before I went to uh, Asia. So what is that, four months? Six hours and four months, something like that? Eight hours? I don't know. You're welcome. Either way, you're welcome. You can listen to it. Don't listen to it. Whatever. Your choice. Uh, <laughs> so he's probably coming on tonight. Uh, I have done a decent amount of work lately. Uh, again, running your own show. Uh, I am trying to learn the ins and outs. And I, I got used to, like, hosting it. And, uh, you know, this last week, 
I was not hosting. I wanted to give somebody else a shot. Here, here's some money. Host the show. Host a bar show in Hedy Sandberg. Uh, knocked it out of the park. And um, basically, it's an open mic, and we're contractually obligated to last, to go an hour. And it doesn't matter uh, if one person shows up or 100 people show up. We have to do at least an hour of, of content, right, uh, in order to get paid. So I was, a little, I was a little scared. It's a late-night show. It's still fairly new. We started the show, and it was like me, the host, and one other comedian. And uh, we were trying to get it started at 10.30, like 10.30, but it was, it, it was just three of us. So we, we pushed it to almost 11 o'clock, and then, then some comics started showing up. So uh, long story short, uh, I am looking at the time, I'm looking to see how many comics left, and Hedy's like, well, there's another comic coming, um, Larry Lancaster, who dope dude, got to hang out with him, uh, DC legend. You know, he's, he's a living legend. He's out here uh, selling out shows, telling jokes. And uh, she was like, yeah, uh, his manager's here. He's, she said that she thinks that he's on, her, on his way. And as a show promoter, you're kind of like, oh, well, uh, let me go last and I will fill the spot. I will fill the time. I'll go to at least an hour. And if he shows up, I'll, uh, I mean, I'll stretch until he shows up, right? I'll do what I can to like make time for him to show up because why would I not want Larry Lancaster on my show? And I uh, went up there, did my time, and I just wasn't thinking. I've been so used to hosting, I just closed the show out. Uh, Hetty gave me the light, but she didn't like, I didn't see Larry, uh, and that was my bad, and I felt horrible because I closed the show out. Not thinking. I should have just been like, and here's, here's your host. Let her do what I paid her to do and do and I took that out of her hands and I closed the show out. Thank you guys for coming out. We do this every day, blah 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 blah. Good night. And then Hedy was like, Oh, Larry's here. I was like, Oh. And at that point, it's kind of a dick move to be like, Oh, I mean, what uh, I'm not closing it out. Uh everybody, everybody, I got another comic. Um and Larry, you know, Larry, Larry obviously was like, Yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine, no big deal. It, it happens. I just kind of I came to hang out. If I um but definitely I'm not going on after you close out the show. So I felt bad because I did not let the people do their job. I did not let Hetty do her job. Um, I took that away from her. And then on top of that, uh, uh, Larry came all that way and um, didn't even get up. So I felt bad. I felt bad. Uh, you want to show support and you want to come through. And I didn't give you that opportunity. So I do apologize to him. I felt bad. And... Um, you know, it's a learning experience. It's learning to do your job, just your job, just do just your job. And if you do it well, then you can do somebody else's job. But don't try to do somebody else's job until you do your job well. And uh, that was like kind of like the learning. the The learning portion of it all was just uh, know your role, shut your mouth, do your job, and um, get over with it. So. Um, shout out to Larry Lancaster, shout out to Hetty Sandberg for just being super professional, and um, I blame me, right? We all fall short of the glory of God, I do apologize. So yeah, there's that. Uh, so, but the show's going well, that was like probably the best show. Uh, King Ting came out, uh, who's the homie, uh, Garrett Harvest, who's also uh, a Baltimore comic, he came out. And uh, we had a bunch of uh, great comics uh, come through. So, uh, Ray Diva... 
man, uh, I, I can't, I, I can't complain about the support that we're getting. It is stressful because I'm just not used to it. And uh, on any given night, you're like, hey, I might have to do 40 fucking minutes because nobody showed up. And, um, you know, it's a lot of playing it by ear. So that show went well um, overall and in general. And listen, like, I think the importance of learning a job is to just do the job. Like, learning to do something, it's, it's you got to go out and do it. You're going to fail. You're going to embarrass yourself and like how you hold yourself while you are watching yourself fail. Like in the moment, real time, how you handle yourself in that moment, I think speaks volumes. And then like how you try to recover, how you try to patch things up, like those are all parts of the process. I don't know how to run a show. I know how show, I've seen shows run, but I've never actually ran one. So it's all a learning experience. It's all very, very stressful. So... You know, uh, overall, I didn't burn the place down. Um, second of all, I didn't insult anybody too much beyond, like, um, understanding. You know, um, I didn't get into a fight. I haven't lost the show yet. So, overall, overall, and in general, I'm just happy um, to be learning this skill set. And I think that that is part of life. Just keep on growing. Keep on adding new skill sets, more tools to the toolbox, and uh, you're going to fail. You're going to fuck things up. But hold yourself to a higher standard of uh, reaction in the moment. And don't do anything you can't undo. Boom. There it is. There's your word of wisdom. Uh, what else I got going on uh, this past week? Um, I realize that I'm fucking old. I, I realize this every day. But there's like new levels to feeling old. Uh, I am friends with all of the young uh Filipino young professionals, shout out to John Victoria, shout out to um, uh, the whole FYP uh, group. And if you're not familiar, it is uh, a group of Filipino young professionals in the D.C. area. Uh, they had their annual conference trying to get everybody on the same page, um, teaching people like the new ways to be a professional. And um, I didn't go because, you know, um, I am that degenerate. But uh, I heard great things about it. This is probably the second one or third one that I've, that I've seen since I've been here. And, um, but I did go to the after party. I'm that age where I'm like, I don't want to do the work. I just want to drink. And uh, I'm at that new level of old where I was like, hey, the party starts at 10. Let me show up at 1030. So hopefully I can get out by 1130. Shake hands, kiss babies, high fives, take pictures, get the fuck out of there. I'm at that new level of high, uh, of oh, I'm sorry, the new level of old where uh, I almost didn't go because it was free. Like, you need standards. Like, you can just let everybody in. Anybody, just anybody not wearing a basketball jersey can get in. I almost didn't go. Because, like, I need, I need to have some level of expectation from the people there. Went to the club, got in. No money. That's fine. Free parking. Double awesome. I want. I needed to be hard, difficult parking that you have to pay for, and you had to pay for a cover. You go waited line that that weans out all the riffraff, that weans out all of the shit, unsavory characters, the people that don't want to be there. If you don't want, like, you could literally show up by accident and get in, and you don't want to be there. 
And you can see it. I don't want to be in a club. I, I definitely don't want to be in a club. But I definitely don't want to be in a club full of people who don't want to be there either. Like that just is like misery loves company and misery makes misery that much more difficult. Company and misery makes misery that much more unbearable. Uh, so, you know, hung out uh, and I realized that uh, showing up at 1030 is too early because I was like one of the few people there. And then uh, people didn't start showing up until like 11, 1130. And I was like, oh, great, great. Everyone's here. Let me high five. Let me shake hands. Let me take pictures. Let me get the fuck out of here. I'll be home by midnight. I'll be home by 1230 latest. Right. Of course, that didn't happen. Uh, two o'clock in the morning, I'm at a Chinese restaurant in Chinatown eating and um, had to get up in the morning because I had uh, I had a meeting uh, first thing in the morning. I, who puts meetings together at 10 o'clock on a Sunday? Apparently, this dumb motherfucker does. Who stays out until uh, three o'clock in the morning going to a club where you're way too old to be and then you're going to go eat uh, horrible Chinese food? Shout out to new big Wongs out in Chinatown. Uh, they're open like godly. I don't know. They might be open 24 hours. I don't know. Three o'clock in the morning. They were still open. They were still seating people. I had to get out of there. Got home. I l- literally slept on the couch because I knew I was going to have to get up at like 8 to shower, to get out of the house by 9, to get to my meeting by 10. And then... This horrible planning, right? One domino falls, all the shit hits the fan in succession. And when you think the shit doesn't stop, the shit doesn't stop. That doesn't make sense, Lloyd. When you think the shit can't ever be more shit to hit the fan, there's more shit to hit the fan. Uh, I was supposed to have lunch with my wife after the meeting. Supposed to be home by 2. I didn't get out of the meeting until like damn near 3. I got home at four, and then I had I had a show that I was hosting at like five thirty. I'm exhausted, I'm tired, right? And then, um, so the show, shout out to uh, shout out to the DC Asian Pacific American uh, Film Festival, the DC APA Film Festival. They wanted to put on a comedy show, so my boy Christian O said, "Hey, Loy, you're a comedian." You're fucking hilarious. Why don't you host the show? You book it, and we're going to make money, and we're going to build awareness. Uh, We're going to get more submissions. And I said, yes. I don't agree with all of that, but yes, I will host host your show. So um, I got to book a bunch of my favorite comics. I got Jason Choi coming down from uh, New York. Uh, Walter Hong came from L.A., uh, Dante Chang came from L.A. Dante Chang came from L.A., but he was already in town, so it all made sense, right? Dante Chang was in town, and then um, I got Kasha Patel, who is one of my favorite comedians out here in D.C. Uh, Christian Escoto, which is steadily, steadily becoming one of my favorite comics here in D.C. And uh, Side D, so it was me, Christian, Kasha, Sai, Jason Choi, Dante Chang, and Walter Hong. Pack show, hour 45, knocked it out of the park, made people laugh, literally aunts and uncles and grandparents and nephews and nieces, and everybody was there. Like, it was an all-Asian show, and if you don't know, I don't do that well. 
and I held on for dear life, kept the show rolling, and then SNRG came through, and they performed uh, new music that they had just written, just recorded, coming fresh out of the Philippines. And uh, it's always good to hang out with uh, with SNRG, so it was good to hear their new music. So they got to close out the show, and it was a fun, great show. Walter Hong, which... Uh, I've always been a fan of, you know, he's 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 an OG Asian American comedian doing it for so long. Um, you know, he was a veteran when I started and I got to watch him and his voice, his style uh, was very much uh, in line with how I saw my style. And and I know those words sound weird. I get it. But for, as a comedian, I'm kind of like you you got to find your voice and 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 you got to find what's true to you like what do you want to say and how do you want to say it a lot of times we get stuck into the uh into the model of structure of like how we're told it's supposed to be and then we get we become slaves to laughter we're only going to do shit for laughs and that becomes uh very detouring right it detracts you from uh your ultimate goal, your ultimate goal being uh, be you, say what you want to say, and uh, be funny, right? So you just go for the laughs, and you, and you realize, like, three, four years later, like, I'm not really saying anything. I'm not saying it with conviction. I'm just saying funny things that have no meaning, and it feels empty, and it's very depressing, and and, and even more depressing because you feel handcuffed to this shit. You feel handcuffed to the laughs. You feel like, oh, I want to say this, but I I can't because it doesn't seem funny and I haven't figured out how to make it funny, right? So once once you get your voice, you know who you are, you know what you want to say, you want to know you know how you want to say it. And and you can make it funny. Like that's beautiful. And watching Walter Hong have have his own voice, have his own style. He says what he wants to say, he's fearless. Uh that was very much in tune with like how I saw uh my style, right? So, um, yeah, it was really good. So, like I said, I've, I've been a fan of his since I first started. Um, it was somebody I looked up to. I'd met a few times, but I hadn't really, like, hung out, hung out. Like, I hadn't really, I hadn't really worked with him. And, um, oh, he does, slanted, he does slanted comedy as well. He does a slanted comedy tour, which is great. Um, and that was always something that I wanted to be on, but I just wasn't where I needed to be for that. So now, so... <laughs> Long story short, I got to hang out with him, right? Got to hang out with him. Uh, we hung out with Christian O, his wife, and um, a, a bunch of people that are part of the DC uh, APA Film Festival. I got to hang out with them, and uh, going towards the end of the night, they were like, uh, well, we're going to get out of here, and it was still kind of early, so it was like 11 o'clock. I was like, Walter, what do you want to do? And Walter was like, hey, let's hang out. We were in DuPont Circle. Shout out to St. Eve's. Um, out in DuPont Circle, above Cava, you know, great venue, didn't even know it existed, went up there, great venue, great sound system, it was a club, but we turned it into a comedy club for that night, Uh, great people, uh, great staff, and um, um, great venue, so that being said, uh, we hung out, Uh, we went to a couple of the bars in that area, Dante Chang showed up, and um, you know, really getting to be able to like pick his brain, talk comedy, talk about life, you know, that's some of the things that I miss. Uh, out here in D.C., we got some funny comics, but limited in experience. So talking about it is just like talking local shop. Like nothing, 
and it's not a bad thing. It's just like talking local shop, being able to talk to a comic um, from L.A., you know, that started in L.A., that travels. It gives you a different perspective, a little bit more overarching and a little bit more enriching. And, you know, I got to tell him, like, oh, this is what I think and this is what I feel and this is what I see. And he got to be able to, like, uh, add more context to, to that and add more, um, I don't know more stuff. It felt good. Basically what I'm trying to say people is that it felt good that I uh, that I'm not alone. You know, it, it it feels good that sometimes when you are what feels to be like on your own island of your own thoughts, your own island of like the way you see things, it's always good to know that somebody else shares a similar uh view, that shares a similar uh thought where you go, "Oh, I'm not alone." We May be crazy, but I'm not the only one. Um, but I'm not the only one. Imagine all the crazies living together today. Crazy. Uh, you might say I'm funny, but you're probably the only one. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Shoot me an email and we could be as one. I don't know. What, what the fuck is going on? Uh, I, I watched, uh, I think I talked about it last episode. Um, I watched uh, yesterday and I watched it again. Shit, I watched it the day before yesterday. So I am, I've been on a Beatles kick and I've been writing to Leonard Skinner's Free Birds. I don't know what version of myself I've become, but a very strange one. If I told you, if I told me, if I told last year's me that, hey, you're going to be writing uh, to Freebird on repeat for three hours a day, you're going to be uh, getting all teary-eyed to a movie about a world where the Beatles don't exist, I would say you're crazy, and I would not be the only one. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's where my life is. Uh, oh, speaking, uh, going back to the, uh, the DC, uh, the FYP DC Filipino Young Professionals, Tunan Vu showed up. I got to hang out with Tunan Vu outside of the podcast. That's always dope. Um, and I got to go see, I talked about him a long time ago. I haven't seen him since like, since the Super Bowl, but, uh, Dr. J, the dancing doctor, the, the dancing dentist, he was there. And I got to eat with him. They got to hang out with him. And you know it's funny when, when bros are like, what happened, bro? I haven't seen you forever, bro. Where? We both had that conversation with each other. It's like, you okay, bro? Yeah, I'm okay, bro. What happened? I don't know. You don't call me. You don't call me. What's up? What happened, bro? So we got to iron that out. And, you know, I tried to explain to him. It's like, you know, I, I understand you're a professional. Uh, you got a hobby. He loves salsa dancing. He's he, I'm watching his videos online, and he's like excelling at a very very fast rate. And I was like, oh, you know, he's passionate about salsa. He's he's passionate about um his his work, his profession, and he's single. So you know, a Philip a good looking Filipino guy with a profession, a career, um, and he's got a, a a hobby that is a phenomenal hobby. I was like. Listen, I understand you out there trying to get it in. You all out there trying to find your your uh, your female of choice. I didn't want to bother you. Didn't hit me up, so I just like, oh, this dude's busy. This dude's on the hunt. He's on three different hunts. 
professional career, hobby, women. I, that's what I tried to explain to him. I was like, listen, me and my wife, we steady. We here. Whenever you ready, whenever you free, whenever you want to hang out, we always here. Um, we can make it happen. I'm just, I know that you out there, um, I don't want to say distracted, but you out there uh, trying, to, trying to get it in, and I get it. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt, and that's that's where we left it. And he was like, "Yeah, my bad, but you should have just checked up on me." And he, he's absolutely right. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I should have, um, I should have just been like, what's good? You good? We good? Okay." Um, so that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be a better man. I'm trying to be the best man that I possibly can, and I think that involves reaching out to people and touching base and um, trying to. Do what I can to uh, let the people that I know or let the people that I love know that I love them. That's what it is. Oh, you're getting all teary-eyed. You're merry. You're right. I am. But I think that's what it comes down to. You got to reach out to the people uh, that you can and let them know that you love them. It's important. And even if, even if it comes across like, hey, just checking in on you, just see how you are. To see, make sure you were okay. I think that makes a world of difference. So uh, that's what I'm dedicated to do. I think I just need to like schedule shit and just be like, hey, hit up Dr. J. Hey, hit up this dude. Hit up that dude. Because um, life is lonely. And I think that we're like one of the first generations to be able to like literally reach out to anybody at any time, anywhere in the world in an instant. In an instant. Like, I understand now going away parties. I understand, like, going away parties was a thing when you would be like, hey, I'm leaving, and you threw a party because this might be the last time you see them. This might be the last time you see them on the way to wherever they're going. They could, could just get snatched up by a mountain lion get mauled by a bear, and no one would ever know. So this might be the last time that I see you. I love you. I'm thinking about you. Best of luck. And now, at any given time, I could ring him up and just leave a voice message and just be like, hey, I hope you're okay. Checking in on you. I fucking love you. Goodbye. That's it. 30 seconds. You can even do that on, on uh, Facebook Messenger. You don't even need to call him. Voice memo, hey, you're like a voicemail without calling, without ringing, without a missed call. Hey, just checking in on you. Hope you're okay. I love your fucking face. I hope it's, I hope you're fine. I hope you're fine. Call me back later. Bye-bye. Um, growing, trying to be a better man. That's, that's, that's my challenge. Trying to do this, trying to find something entertaining to talk about trying to make people laugh and trying to make people like let them know that uh I am thinking about you. That's it. Those are the steps. That's the foundation of being a better man. Uh what else I got going on? Uh next weekend Columbus Day, Columbus Day weekend, I will be performing I'm a get in trouble, the I'm in trouble I'm a get in trouble podcast. Uh, show the live show will be at Wonderland Ballroom on the 11th, and then I go straight to Boston, and then I'm headlining uh, Empire 
I'll be around town a little bit, a couple, couple drop-in spots, but I am headlining Empire Comedy Club in Portland, Maine on Sunday. And then I will be at Federal Jack's Columbus Day Buffet. I don't know what it's called, but at Federal Jack's and Kenny Bunk, I will be there. That is something I enjoy doing. I enjoy going there. It's where I went to after I got married. Federal Jack's. Oh, shit. I, no, no. My Federal Jack's uh, membership has been canceled. It's been over a year. So, uh, anyways, Federal Jack's is a place that we used to go uh, after work. The uh, port, no, what is it? What's the brewing company that comes out of there? Kenny Bunk Brewing, Port City Brewing. Ah, that's gonna, that's gonna bother me. Uh, let's see. I don't have a phone on me. Can I look it up real quick? And you're like, Lloyd, what are you talking about? Uh, pumpkin Head Ale, Pumpkin Head Ale is my favorite beer. Pumpkin Head, Pumpkin Ale, and that comes from Shipyard. That's the word. Kenny Bunk Brewing Company, Shipyard Brewing, Federal Jacks, Kenny Bunk. Yeah, it's on that side. So the Kenny Bunk Maine, that's where we're going on Columbus Day, and then I'm driving home. My wife loves lobster. They have lobster. We're going to have lobster all Columbus Day weekend. We are pumped to celebrate White History Month in Maine. Like, what do you mean, White History Month? Yes, pumpkin spice. Uggs, Autumn, Columbus Day, Halloween, dress up like something. Probably there's going to be another blackface outrage. That is White History Month. I'm so proud of you guys. Apple picking, hay rides, corn mazes, all of that shit. White History Month. Uh, so that's where I'm going to be. Uh, and tickets are still available and um, let me see. Is that it? Uh, bup, 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 bup. Where are we in time? Yeah, you notice I've been going a little over last couple of podcasts. I am trying to get stronger, trying to get funnier. Oh, it's 30 minutes. Fuck yeah. See? Okay. So here are the ads. You ready? If you're like, oh, I'm not going to find any of this shit funny or entertaining, you're probably not. This is the ads. I have made a whole bunch of logos, uh, and I didn't know what to do with them, so I put them on the TV behind me, and uh, if you're like, oh, that logo is dope, hit me up. I'm sure I can make it, put it on a t-shirt, kind of like this one. If you enjoy Bullet Club, boom, Bullet Club, Lloyd Lee Comedy, fuck yeah, and then this is The Elite, A-E-W, The Elite. Um, I'm sorry if you can't see this uh, when you're listening to this, but... Uh, you can definitely check it out on YouTube. I'm trying to create a different, the same experience, but somewhat different online. And that is American flag with my logo. Uh, I'm trying to create a newer experience uh, for YouTube. So still the same content, but just a little bit different experience. Maybe you're like, hey, Loy, you, I want to see you being short, pale, and handsome. You sound short. You sound pale. And God, you sound handsome. I want to see it. Go, yeah, here it is. But I don't want to create completely different new content. So it's like the same, same, but different. That's what I'm doing. And you're like, hey, um, I need something else to look at other than your 
fucking ridiculously handsome face. Like, here, here's some logos. And you're like, hey, I like that logo. Can you put it on a T-shirt? Yes, I can. Tell me, tell me which logo you like. And I don't know. It'll cycle through. Every minute, there's a new one. There's We've already seen maybe 32 of them already. Hold on. Yeah, 31. Who knows? So uh, that's what I'm doing. And uh, uh, shoot me an email if you want to chat. I got new shit all the time. Uh, I'm trying to be better at uh, comedy. So I need your help. Tell me what's funny. Tell me what's not. I don't know. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Loy Lee Comedy. And then this one also has uh, Loy. No, wait. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> Speak English, Loy. This podcast has its own Instagram account. It's called Short Pale Handsome. And uh, I'll start uploading content to that because that just takes a lot of video editing. If you're not listening, if you are just listening to this, there's the YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Loyly Comedy. If you're uh, watching this, then you can always go to um, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts. Uh, maybe it might be on Pandora. I don't know. Whatever. Either way. You can always check this out. Uh, on that note, uh, I love you. I just podcast to say I love you, and I mean it for 33 minutes of my day. All right. It looks like I've already cycled through them, possibly. Who knows? Um, Okay, guys. I love you very much, and I will talk to you later, and uh, bye-bye.